On this episode of TasteCast, we'll be discussing games we've been playing. We'll be reacting to Concerned Apes Haunted Chocolatier early gameplay video. We'll also be reacting to Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, the Definitive Edition trailer. And we'll be watching Halo Infinite official campaign overview, which was uh, very interesting to watch. Stay tuned to find out. But uh, it's been an interesting journey watching uh, Halo be developed in real time in front of us. Then we, of course, read your comments and reply to them on the last episode of TasteCast. And yeah, we got a lot to talk about in this episode, but a couple quick reminders to download and play. This is your last week. Hell Let Loose, Mortal Kombat X, and PGA Tour 2K21, all available on PlayStation Plus. Download those, play those, come back this weekend for Plus Club to let us know what you thought of those games and we will let you know we thought of them. And our game of the month picked by you guys in the community pick game of the month is Grand Theft Auto Online. We have played it. We will be discussing it this weekend for game of the month and picking next month's game of the month as well. And then, yeah, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support this channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. All right, let's get into Taste the Cast. Let's have this conversation. What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode 151 of the Taste of Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about random things in gaming. My name's Seth, and of course, joining me today is Chevy, my brother. Uh, how you doing? You ready to talk about games? We got videos to watch. Let me know what's going on with you in life. I'm doing good. I uh, keep forgetting that like we're running out of year here. It's coming quick. Yeah, I need to figure out. we got to be talking about game of the year soon. And i got to figure out what I need to try to cram in. Tales of Arise. That is on my fucking, my hit list. Yeah, i got to look at a list. I uh, I feel like there's definitely a couple games I missed. I like I bought Ratchet and Clank. I never touched it. So Let's do a little preview. Uh, where do you think you could go with that? With what? Game of the year. Um. I mean, I don't think this is going to be a surprise to anyone who follows the channel, but it'll probably be Endwalker, to be honest, unless it's just awful, which you're I really just, don't. You're spoiling it. It's probably going to be Endwalker. I mean, it probably is. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. I have no doubt in my mind you're going to be picking that for Game of the Year, but <laughs> let's keep let's let's keep it a little more <laughs> suspenseful. Um, yeah, like I said, unless unless it's just like not, you know, uh, the maybe they don't wrap up the story in a way I like, then maybe. It, it won't be my top one, but I do, I do suspect they'll do a good job. So, um, I don't know what else came out this year that I've played. So it's really hard for me to, to even like have this discussion. Um, it's interesting because a lot of games came out this year and I played a lot of those games, yeah. but not a whole lot of impactful games came out this year. And all the games that I was waiting for are just coming out now or got delayed to 2022, which mm-hmm. is going to make 2022 the fucking crazy year. But, um, yeah, it's a little, it's a, it's gonna be a little rough. Like, um, there's one year, uh, it's the year Deus Ex: Mankind Divided came out. There wasn't a whole lot of competition for me in that year. But that was my game of the year because I really liked it a lot. Right. But I feel like in a year where like God of War would have came out, it wouldn't have even stacked up. I feel like this year is gonna be kind of like that. Probably. I think next year will be a lot more difficult. Yeah. Um, 
I also think, uh, speaking of God of War, doesn't God of War come out next year? Everything comes out next yeah, year. So. Anything that's anticipated that's coming that's not like long-term, like rumored Grand Theft Auto 6, um, it's coming out next year. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I know a lot of it is pushbacks because obviously um, you know, development was rough for, for a while there. Um, but now that most of that's all figured out, we're going to start getting games again um probably at a speed that i can't keep up with but do my best i already feel like i'm having problems keeping up with games this year and there's no like huge titles but it does seem like every week to two weeks something comes out that i gotta play yeah i mean i have a a similar problem with the not being able to keep up thing but um i also blame that on playing endless games too often so uh yeah when we talk about what we've been playing uh that's pretty much all i've been playing lately is games you can just keep playing um so you're not pinpointed on pinpointed on what uh game of the year possibly might pick outside of the one that seems obvious obvious but outside of that um anything that you're aiming to try and get into to potentially see if it could stack up into your top three like you mentioned ratchet and clank you own it you haven't played it yeah i needed to, to play it um is that something you feel like you'll be able to want to play that, this year? I mean, probably not, to be honest. It's uh, fair. Well, I'm just realistically thinking about how much time I have, and I, I don't think I have time for too many games. I might be able to fit like one or two in at this point, I feel. so. Yeah, it does feel like it's coming down the wire. Uh, for me, I've already I've played a bunch of games this year, of course, and the only one that really like speaks to me when I think of game of the year, and this is a weird one for me, is Resident Evil Village. Uh, it's one of the first games in years that I finished and felt like I needed to play it again. Mm. It's like, I got to play that again. I fucking like that so much. I need to fucking play it. Um, another game this year did that to me. Um, so that will probably make it into my top three, if I'm being honest, unless something else comes out. But um, I do need to make a priority to play Tales of Arise. It's one of my most hyped games of this year. I have not played it yet because when it came out, other games also came out. And I kept prioritizing all these games I felt were going to be shorter games to play and beat. And then I could put my time into it. I'm running out of time, though. So I'm going to buy it. I'm going to sit down and just try and knock it the fuck out. Because um, I feel like it may have the potential of being like a game of the year runner up for sure. Uh, outside of that, I've played a lot of smaller games like Alien, Fireteam Elite. Uh, a lot of games like that this year um, that are all a lot of fun. Don't think they'll be making my top three. Uh, Back for Blood. Uh, Battlefield's coming out soon. I don't know if that's going to make it in my top three. I thought it maybe might, but I've played the beta and now I'm not so sure. Dying Light 2 didn't come out this year. That was another game I was kind of hoping might make my top three, but that's disqualified now. Um, so I'm also needing to look at a list of games released in 2021. So you were able to name off way more, and I could, I like, I don't even know what came out this year. Yeah, so. yeah, it's rough. I, I tell people uh, Resident Evil Village when I start talking about this subject, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they did come out this year." When it comes to games, feels so long, even though this year feels like it fucking flew by for me, like <laughs> physically. Um, the games, like, the, so many things came out this year, and it's kind of hard to. Uh, I mean, Returnal came out this year. Fucking, we got like PS5 exclusives. Um, Ratchet and Clank. I mean, I, I can't even think of all the games came out, but no real big bangers, which is really uh, kind of 
not that great considering new consoles just dropped. Yeah, I mean, oh, Far Cry Six also came out. That's not making my top three. That was another game I was hoping possibly right, right, to make right. my top three. It's rough, but yeah. Originally, I asked you how you're doing, though. You said you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything to report before we jump into what we're playing? I got some report real quick. A little off topic as well. We're doing things a little different today on Tasty Cast. I went and saw a movie, and mm-hmm. I just want to give a shout out real quick. I went and saw Dune on IMAX. And uh, long story short, I probably could do a full review on this. Um, maybe I should do that as my first Tasty Flicks uh, thing. But. Um, just want to say, Denny Villeneuve knocked out of the fucking park again with this movie. Dune is a fucking fantastic movie that I highly recommend you see in theaters. If you feel safe enough to do that, feel comfortable enough doing that, or if you can get to a theater, uh, definitely see it in theaters. Um, it is incredible. I loved it to death. I loved every second of it. Um, but it's also on HBO Max if you'd like to watch it. Uh, you know, in the in the privacy of your own home. Although this movie and its scope and scale is so fucking massive that the big IMAX screen really felt right watching it and the sound and everything. Um, but yeah, the movie's great. Uh, it does the story justice. All the performances are amazing. The visual style is fucking awesome. The action is dope. Hans Zimmer's score is fucking phenomenal. Um, and again, Denny Villeneuve, one of the best, if not the best, directors working today. Go see Dune. Let's get a sequel because I need the movie without no spoilers. But the movie ends as a part one abruptly. You guys probably already seen it or you heard that already. But um, I'd like that sequel. So uh, let's support this movie. Let's get that fucking sequel. Let's give Denny Villeneuve his fucking do justice on uh his his amazing career that is so underappreciated uh blade runner fucking mm-hmm. flopped and it was so good so fucking good sicario arrival goddamn prisoners such a good director anyway i could talk about dune for days uh so go check it out definitely and see it in theaters if you can um yeah a uh, quick thing on that too. I was watching a thing talking about um, box office charts stuff like that. I guess IMAX was fifty percent of the total uh, revenue for uh, Dune. So fifty percent of the money it's made so far was from IMAX alone. Hmm. So apparently people are like, oh, "I'm gonna go see this on the fucking big screen." So that's really cool. All right. Well, it's Taste Cast. We typically start with what we've been playing today. We kind of talked about a bunch of other shit. So <laughs> let's talk about what we've been playing. Chevy, you can start us off this time. All right. Um, I'll I'll do the easy ones first. I played Minecraft. Um, I've been inspired. Grabbed some the newer materials that I didn't have. Made you know places for them to be replenished if they are capable of such. If not, I just put them in a box somewhere for now. Um play been playing dragon quest 11 i'm bringing this up now just because it, it's not a game you can really talk about without spoiling it so mm-hmm. um to update to those of you who have played it uh i just finished the third quest of three quests to make a weapon so i'll keep it at that uh part chapter section three of the game how many hours are you in? What are you feeling? Are you enjoying the game? Are you excited to finish it? Um, is that your favorite JRPG? 
uh, ladders know. Uh, it is a fun JRPG for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very traditional, which is totally fine because there's actually not a lot of those. Anymore. I dude, I loved that. Mm-hmm. It, it felt so old school, yeah. but not in a way that felt like gameplay sucked. Um, it does have that Dragon Quest pacing, which is where levels start getting really slow and and long. Um, though better than previous Dragon Quest titles, Dragon Quest Eight was um, the last one I had played, and that one was kind of brutal in its leveling. So we yeah, never played that one. Um, Back then, I remember you owned it. And I was like, "Fuck I had that!" Good voice acting, and I was like, "PS2." That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Man. <laughs> um, Game is really good. The little bit I played was really good. I would like to go back and, and play it at this point because I feel like I have a better uh, ability to sit there and read things than I used yeah. to. So, um, yeah, I mean, it just as a, a checklist of like side content, there's 45 side quests in the game, I think, that have nothing to do with the main story. And I have 37 of them done now. You going to do them all? Yeah, at this point, I might as well. Might as well, yeah. yeah. I'll say, I'd be almost pissed if you didn't do them because you're that far. Um, I don't even remember how many side quests I did, but I was like, that was a game I was like actually savoring the flavor. I didn't want it to end. Yeah, and I'm the game kind of freaks me out a little bit just because they don't make games as long anymore, except for the other example I think of is Persona 5 being mm-hmm. a huge game, but I'm 80 hours in, and I, I asked you how long it took you, and you said over 100 hours. Yeah, I had like 127 hours when yeah. I was done with it. Um, obviously not speed running, just playing the game. Yeah, you can beat it faster. You can beat it under 100 hours easy. Um, I think you can beat it in 60 hours or something. But uh, yeah, I, I like a day or two ago was listening to something and someone had brought up that their friend was playing Dragon Quest Eleven and they had put 200 hours into it. I was like, holy crap, how is there that much game there? So it's a very big game. Um, so yeah, if you're a completionist, that's a, that's a tough one to knock out. Yeah. Um, but I am enjoying it. I plan on finishing it. Um, excitement, maybe not so much, but I am enjoying myself. So, um, I think I'd be more excited. The story is, is good. Don't get me wrong. I have zero complaints about it. Um, but I don't think it's like ground or like revolutionary. I I didn't feel that either, but I think it has, I think it has more story than I was expecting, but it's not anything super heavy. Um, I mean, it can, (laughs) yeah, yeah, but it's it's not something that like resonates with me the same as like some other stories and games have um but it's more than serviceable too it's not Nino Kuni 2 it's not well that it does doesn't not have, have a story, story. Yeah, yeah but um <laughs> it but, does but yeah. yeah i we've had people correct us before that i'm like no 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 i know i just it it's not good at telling that story um it it's doesn't even super, try super minimal yeah um but yeah yeah i i thought the story was good um, I just really loved the world, the characters, um, and the adventure of it. Hundred percent, and you definitely feel like you are on an adventure, and you definitely you it does a good job of being that that story of hero saves the world, um, and not flawlessly. You're not invincible. The game uh, gives you a couple like moments where it's like, hey, you're also vulnerable. Um, obviously, you know. It'd be a terrible story if it just ended with you losing. So mm-hmm. you do continue on, obviously. But, um, you know, it, it, it does a good job. And I, 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 I think it's this may not uh, be something everyone agrees with. But, like, not every story has to be, like, revolutionary and brand new. It just has to be told in an interesting way. Um, I think uh, another example of that would be, like, the Avatar movie. Um, mm. Not The Last Airbender. But... Um, 
the one that takes place on Pandora. So, mm-hmm. uh, again, it's just it, it's a trying to story and no serviceable for the the what they were doing. So, um, I feel like Dragon Quest Eleven is like that, where it has like that serviceable story. They do throw in some moments there that are a little surprising, not like blowing my mind, but like you know, it gets kind of dark sometimes. I'm like, oh, interesting that they went that far. So, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this last time too, but that, that's something I've just kind of noticed with Dragon, Dragon Quest in general, mm-hmm. is that they they're not afraid to go like dark, which seems weird with the Akira Toriyama's art style and the music of Dragon Quest. It's very the like derpiest looking dragons you'll ever see in a game. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. A lot of things are derpy looking in the in the fucking game. Yeah, but yeah, then when you know things when people die or you know a bunch of people die and shit you're just like whoa yeah i know we we could go here but they've done it multiple yeah, times for sure for sure um i think the game only surprised me once with the storytelling and good on it um but yeah i'm enjoying it i i would totally recommend if you're a fan of traditional jrpgs there's no reason you shouldn't have it's a must play game. dude yeah. i fucking would say, like easily if i had like a top five you know, JRPGs for you to play right fucking now. If you if you're looking for ones to play, it would probably be on there. Yeah, it's really good for sure. Um, <clears throat> so moving along, I attempted to play um, Red Dead Online. Um, oh yeah. If you weren't here for the last episode, my graphics card uh, is on its way back now, but uh, got melted <laughs> thanks to New World Round Two. Um. New world, new card, dude. So I went to play RDO on my backup card, which is a 960, and apparently that game is not designed around a 960 at all. So um, I tried change the resolution, and the game literally told me, like, you don't have the resources for this. I was like, awesome. So uh, it was pretty much unplayable for me. So I, I, can't, I can't really go into much on that one. So uh, I will update you guys next weekend yeah i wouldn't even want yeah. you to really talk about it yeah because the way you played it was like not it, it's not what you shouldn't play any game that way so. not yeah it's not like the <laughs> intended way that game should that game specifically shouldn't be played but any game i mean like for context that's I, like if you're on a fucking laptop and that's the only way you could play it yeah it would make sense but yeah uh, yeah for context i a game on a 21.9 monitor um and the window was I don't know. A fourth of the the my my available screen real estate that I was allowed to play it in, so it's pretty small. Um, and then yeah, graphics all the way down. It it's, not, it wasn't pleasant. So, and then I was having USB pro. Yeah. Anyways, it was a thing. So you just weren't able to play the game. Yeah. In a, in like an optimal, I can sit here and enjoy this game way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, played. Um, I can't talk about them, obviously. Uh, golf and... Check them off, dude. Check them off. What's that war game? This weekend, Plus Club and Game of the Month come <laughs> back to talk about the games that we played. It was your name. PGA? Not that one. The war Hell at Loose. Hell at Loose, yeah. I never remember that name. Um, and last thing I played, I took a gamble and bought a game called Dungeon Encounters. Just came out. Um, it is a passion project by the guy, I uh, can't remember his name right now, so I apologize for that, but he either still works or used to work for Square Enix and designed the ATB battle system for their games in the past. Um, that being said, you can tell the guy makes 
mechanical systems because the game has oh i remember yeah, yeah. Uh, virtually game. no art assets and uh zero storytelling like none you literally it's the premise is start on floor one make it to floor 100 uh, now with the semi like i guess subjectively negative uh the parts of the game i don't mind it so much um and i will get to that when i'm, I'm done talking about the game but um mechanically the game has a lot and um I find that very enjoyable. There's a lot of like little systems and strategies that, that come into play, especially the deeper in the dungeon you get. And for hundred floors, I played for about five and a half hours and made to floor 11. So it's not a fast journey at all. Um, the game will throw enemies at you that will do something that you weren't exposed to yet. And it doesn't warn you about it. You're just, it's going to happen. Um, your characters can die you can find resurrection points but you can't like actively resurrect people mm-hmm. um yeah uh it'll have like abilities where like you can like teleport one floor up or one floor down but there has to be like an, a, a physical tile in that space for you to go to otherwise the spell doesn't work um there is healing but it is very limited because they don't really want you using it so it's definitely meant to be a strategic game. Um, is it finalized? It's done. That's okay. the game, yeah. Interesting. It is a $30 game. I think on Steam right now it's $23.99 for you know, the first week it's out or whatever. So it sounds remotely interesting to you if you're into like, gameplay of games. Um, I would highly recommend it in that regard um, because it does really kind of like let you think and, and toy around system-wise. But... It, if you need visuals and you need story, don't touch it. Game is completely bland looking, and uh, and by bland I mean like borderline a text game, like reading. You're like there's no visual stuff. Like it's a UI and that's it. Well, yeah, what I saw you doing, you had like a character model on like a on paths. That is the only one in the game that had like square sections of the paths, like literal. It's just like straight this way and that like way. a board game. and then it's like yeah exactly look like shoots and ladders or fucking something or, yeah. or or some i i can't think of any fucking games but um but yeah that and then you i think got into combat and it just showed character faces and, and their stats lights. yeah yeah and that was it i was expecting That's more and that was game. it and <laughs> yeah i was like holy shit a lot of people aren't gonna play that but then i also thought like well there's fucking whole ass strategy games out there where yeah. people just look at menus well and and to add on to it being very like you can tell the guy's mechanically mind minded and not like artistic mindly minded yeah. um enemy encounters are codes on the floor so you'll go over a tile and it'll be like f3 and that could be and you there's a monster encyclopedia and you'll learn slowly what f3 can spawn in it hmm. and then like so it's not even random encounters there's their tiles uh, the store or descending a floor is zero one and going up a floor is zero two. Like every time that code, that's what that means. So it's not even a picture of stairs. I if he was just like working on a project to like test some shit out. And then he's like, I could just like release this. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like it, it does use ATB system. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's combat system is a physical and magic system. So you have physical defense and magical defense, physical attacks, magical attacks, and you have to break those shields which refresh at the beginning of combat 
to touch hit points, hit points do not refresh unless you have certain, you know, uh, healing stations or the, that ability is very limited. So, hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to explain. Totally watch your review, but, um, I don't think it's going to be for everyone at all. Uh, I don't think it's going to be for a lot of people, but I really enjoy it. So yeah. what's it called again? Dungeon explorers. If I'm not mistaken, I could have, and I am wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Pretty, pretty bare bones name and visual style, but, yeah. uh, it's all systems. Yeah. <laughs> If you're into that kind of thing yeah. it might be heaven for you yeah um, i would equate it you said strategy game and i think that's a really good like category to put it in it sure. is technically a jrpg but um it is yeah it, it, i do think people who enjoy strategy games might appreciate it more than people like role-playing games so. no there's people who, out there that if they're into what he's doing with that they won't mind that there's no visual style to it really outside of like you know nameplates because um Back when I used to play Civ a lot, I'd have friends that like played like strategy games that they thought Civ was stupid. They're like, oh, that's sim- too simplistic. And then I'd watch them play a game. They're looking at like what looked like a fucking map from when I was in grade school. And there's no nothing moving on it. And then you click on things and it might show like a character face. But then there's like all these menus and they're doing like mm-hmm. trade and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I can appreciate the complexity of this and that someone made this is wild because they had to make all these systems. Mm-hmm. But visually, this ain't doing shit for a lot of people, yeah. including me, which I'm pretty open to a lot of stuff. But I was like, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> um, but if I got really into the systems and understood how the game worked better, if I invested the time to learn it, um, I could probably overlook that because it's about the game, the yeah. gameplay, not the visuals. But you know smaller teams they probably prioritize just making the idea before representing in a way that like civ has the budget to yeah for sure um yeah i and i don't know the whole story but you know if he did make the whole thing by himself it would make sense that it doesn't have any assets really like they're all bare bone because they'd be really simple to make versus if he was making a game uh with a team someone would have made our assets you know so yeah yeah that's what I've been playing. Um, throw through as much detail into that as I could, just because I I, I don't want people to be like, "Oh, Chevy recommended it," and then it's like just way too like systematic. So you've been warned. Yeah, you've been warned. Watch some reviews. Um, see gameplay. So if you like deep system, or I don't even want to say deep, but if you like systematic games where like you know everything is definitely like about the way the game plays and not so much about the way it looks, and that's exactly it. You could paint an RPG on top of it, and it would probably feel like a completely different game, even though it's the same thing. So Yeah. Anything else? Nope. All right. My list is very short. So uh finally got around to putting some time into Hell Out Loose on uh, PS5. So I will be talking about that this weekend for Plus Club. Come back to have the conversation. And on Reddit as well. Um, I put some time into PGA Tour 2K21. Didn't have a lot of time, but luckily that game you can get a, a full whatever the fuck it is in pretty easily. Um, Round of golf. Yeah. We also played that multiplayer, mm-hmm. so I definitely have a lot to say about that experience. I think that's probably going to be the, the biggest talking point. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to say anything. Uh, so come back at the end of the, this week, this weekend, for Plus Club. Uh, definitely have something to say about that game. And then... 
I was about to start talking about this game, but I realized it's our game of the month. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Online, uh, which is our game of the month. You guys picked it. Uh, I've been playing that on PC, but I also hopped onto my PlayStation account. I had like $5 million. So I bought an oppressor, Mark II, where the fuck it is. So if you play Grand Theft Auto Online, you know what that thing is. That thing's wild. Keep it there. I got to talk about that at the end of the week for game of the month. But uh, I need to this week at some point get my fucking console console people to play that because uh, I want to fuck around with that oppressor. Um, and then, yeah, the only game I can really talk about, the only game I've really been playing for last week is uh, Red Dead Online. Um, I picked that up on PC. Uh, I've played it quite a bit on uh on playstation um played it quite a bit on there i mean i, I think i'm like level 29 or something uh, like rank fucking like 12 or 15 in bounty hunter or whatever so that's pretty much all i've done on on playstation but um but i've i've accrued quite a bit of gold and money all that stuff uh so it was kind of a weird thing to start over again on pc um Luckily, they have the just Red Dead Online uh, game. You don't have to get the whole game because I, as much as I enjoyed the single player and uh, love the way it looks on PC, um, I couldn't. I can't see myself ever playing through the story again. It's a long one. It, the whole center is just uh, Dutch going. Oh, I had a plan for like twenty five hours, um, and so I can't do that again. So. I was able to buy the online component, which I think is awesome um, to be able to do. Bought that, started from the fucking beginning again. That was rough. Um, I'm now level 22 or 23, so I'm catching up to my other character. I've just been beelining it, trying to level. Um, playing Bounty Hunter again quite a bit. I think I'm like 10 or 11 on that. So I just got my Bounty Wagon. I tried it on a mission, the first mission, and I I drove off a fucking a cliff that was like two feet tall, and it detached the wagon from my horse. I had people in the back. They all got out the back and started running, so I had to go chasing after them. That was fucking annoying. Um, and yeah, it's it's really interesting playing Red Dead uh, online, and I can't talk about the other game Rockstar made because we got to talk about that talk about that this weekend but it's really interesting to have played both those quite a bit on console and play them also on PC recently cuz they are similar but pretty different um you can obviously free aim on a controller on console but the game defaults to this snap targeting uh where most people will just snap flick the right stick up for a split second get the timing down where you get a headshot and drop heal quickly and on PC, you're just using a mouse and keyboard. Now, typically, that's like preferable, and it still is. But I had to get used to I can't just snap and shoot someone in the head instantly. I had to like aim to shoot people in the head instantly, and uh, that took a little bit of training. Which again is really weird because I'm I'm no stranger to mouse and keyboard when it comes to shooters. But in Rockstar games, you have a little white dot, little white dot, and that's how you aim. It's easy to lose. Yeah, and so I had to get used to that. I had to get used to. Just playing with mouse and keyboard, it's it's a very different experience. Riding a horse is better on controller, like, by far. Um, I could imagine. But I've gotten used to mouse and keyboard, but I still feel like I don't have full control of my horse like I do on on um, 
controller. Uh, I'm I, I ride pretty like safe, and I just kind of go in straight lines and do very. Um, I, I do movements that people can read easy. Whereas like with a with the controller, I was able to like whip my horse around and do spins and all sorts of stuff really easily and it doesn't feel the same on mouse and keyboard. It's really interesting to have that perspective because like some of the only games I really think I prefer on a controller outside of mouse and keyboard is uh like racing games and not shooters. So to play this and be like, I almost prefer this game on a controller. Um, and I guess I could just play it on controller, but when you get the mouse and keyboard down, it is nice to have a mouse and be able to not be locking onto things mm. um, in combat. Um, that aside, um, I've been really enjoying playing it. I've played it, like I said before, quite a bit. So I'm, I'm already a fan. But uh, man, the, the performance on PC is so much better than PS5. Um, I'm not locked into like 30 frames per second. My graphics are really crispy looking, even though two, two consoles credit, um, that game has this softness to the visual style on console that makes it look really fucking good. Uh, rockstar really made that game for console and then they ported it to PC and up the graphics. Cause my game looks a lot sharper and graphically better, but the edges are a lot sh sharper and, and it's it looks more gamey, I guess. Whereas on console, it has this like softness to it that makes it look really picturesque. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, but the performance is, is, is fucking huge. I went back and played it on my PS5 and it's essentially playing a PS4 game to PS4's limitations on the PS5. Low times are better, but like it's still running at like 30, 30 frames, frames per second. And like yeah. it does not feel good. Uh, you need that lock on. You don't need. I know people who don't use it, but um, it's easier um, that way with with that almost what feels like lag uh, on PC. It's like so fucking buttery smooth. It's so nice. Um, that's another thing too. Hunting, uh, and I prefer it. I prefer actually having to look for the animal name. But like on console, if you have the lock on thing, you can just like. Like aim at a bush and lock on it, or just lock on something to the bush and you can shoot it. Um, so I feel a little more involved in the gameplay on PC. Less automated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Been really enjoying playing RDO again. It's weird. I'm in this weird lull, gaming wise, where no game's pulling me to it. So I'm kind of putting my time into these games that you can just play forever. Um, and I feel like I'm wasting my time, except for I'm having fun. So I'm not wasting my time. But I do feel like my time as like uh, the ability to invest into a game that I might get something deeper out of is not being used. Less efficient. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I need to play Tales of Rise. I'm not playing it. Um, I was that's my big thing with like Minecraft, though. Um, you know, obviously that end is me just putting it down because there's a just a sandbox creative game, but um, I have this strong desire to be playing that right now. And, and like, it's not really doing me any good for the stuff I need to actually play. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel it, but uh, it's just so easy to play. Mm. I'm leveling. I'm getting stuff. The gameplay is fun. It's got a lot of mundane activities I can do. If I don't feel like going to shoot and shit, the only problem is with PC, uh, you, you always hear the argument, 
and it's true, but not as much as people make out. Typically, if there's a game on PC and console, people on console be like, oh, PC is full of hackers, though. It's probably like by like a small percentage, it might be. Um, but RDO is definitely fucking full of hackers on PC. It is crazy. Like, I feel like for every five sessions I join, one of them will have hackers in it. Um, luckily, there's a trick on console you can do it through the poker table but on pc it's a lot easier uh look it up if you're interested where you can separate yourself without loading into a new session from the session you're in you have to error out your your gameplay or your um your connection um through windows and it will go error happen put you into a session by yourself and so whenever i run into hackers i just do that real quick because I'm like, I'm not fucking, I'm not fucking around with hackers. So you're not going to ruin my time in this game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've ran into a dude who couldn't die. Uh, he was running around. He had a wanted thing on him. I was like, oh, I'm going to go shoot this guy. I ran up there. There's like two other people trying to kill him. He was just killing them. I had a shotgun blasted in the back five times. And then he came running at me. He had full health, killed me. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You, you don't die. And I was like, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Um, and then... Three times now, I've just started exploding nonstop. Um, the first time it happened, though, I was just in the woods and I blew up. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck happened? I mean, it's a Rockstar game, so something crazy could happen. But I kept blowing up and I kept blowing up, but I wasn't taking damage. Eventually, I got lifted off the air, came back down, hit the ground, and the impact killed me. When I respawned, and it said I killed myself. When I respawned, I was still blowing up. At the same time, Sarah was also blowing up, flying all over the place. And then I looked on the right side of the screen and I was just saying this dude was killing people over and over again. I'm like, oh, okay, we got a hacker. Fucking cool. Um, so, and that one, like I said, I've seen three times now. So uh, that must be a really popular hack right now. I'm sure Rockstar, I hope, uh, will take care of that hack. But with any game online, uh, when you take some hacks away, new ones show up. So, uh that's fun but luckily i know a way to to get out of that quickly without having to load into a whole new session it's still stupid it's still annoying and for anybody who doesn't know how to do that i'm sure it's very frustrating because it does ruin the game and it does make it so people don't want to fucking play the game i know what happened to me i was like there's one night i was like kind of tired i was getting ready to wind down then a hacker i ran to a hacker and i was like i'm, I'm done i'm gonna go to sleep <laughs> I, I don't, that just kind of ruins the mood so uh that sucks if you're a hacker hacking in any game but in rdo stop doing it stop being a piece of shit get a hobby just play it like normal go play something you actually enjoy so you don't have to do that stuff i get some people are like oh they just want to win no 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 they just enjoy that they can do something you can't um it's an ego thing so just just find a better way to spend your time hacking's fucking unless you're the guy making the hacks even then don't do it but it's so fucking dumb it's mostly kids that do it too but whatever it's it just kind of ruins the game the online experience so um yeah got two horses got my bounty wagon got a shotgun got a bow got some pistols got some rifles and i've been working on bounty hunter and trader which i didn't do a whole lot of on playstation um where you essentially have to bring uh full carcasses unskinned to the trader and you accrue experience through the trader from that. But then every once in a while, your uh, trading gets halted 
because you have to get it's like a supply line issue and you have to go do missions to reopen that you have to bring supplies back so but they're all randomized so it's kind of cool it kind of changes things up a bit um which is great because like i love hunting in that game i think hunting and fishing is really fun in rdo um so i don't mind doing uh, the missions that involve hunting and gathering so but yeah, uh, if you're thinking about playing uh, RDO on PC, just know hackers are there around. You're gonna run, you're gonna run into them. So uh, outside of that, really fun. So check it out if you're curious. And that's all I've been playing. I've only been playing RDO. So that's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. So let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing. What have you been enjoying? What have you not been enjoying? Is there anything you would recommend us play soon? And uh, anything you're looking forward to in the near future or maybe the far, far future, maybe games that haven't even been announced yet. You're like, dude, I'm dreaming of this game. Let me know everything you think about in the comments below. This is the shortest we've been playing in a while. Um, and it's 40 minutes. Okay, so we got some videos to watch and I already mentioned them in the intro, but we're gonna go over it again real quick in case you forgot. We're gonna be covering Concerned Apes Haunted Chocolatier. Uh, early gameplay. This is uh, the new game being made by the guy who made Stardew Valley. Um, you've watched it. I have not. And then we got Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy definitive edition trailer uh, showing uh, kind of before and afters of uh, the graphical difference in what they're bringing to this trilogy, which is Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Legendary games. And then we will be finishing off with Halo Infinite official campaign overview, which just came out. So this is a brand new video um, in which I'm very excited to see some campaign stuff because we saw Craig and that's pretty much all we've gotten from the campaign so far. Yeah, it was like 10 years ago, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, let's start with Concerned Apes Haunted Chocolatier. Uh, I think that's how you say it. Early gameplay. Uh, what are we thinking about this before we watch this? You like Stardew Valley? Yeah, I was saying, I've seen it, so I have to kind of be careful how I word this, because obviously I would like for you to be able to react to it. Um, I'm gonna fucking really react to it. Yeah, I mean, like many people, uh, you know, the guy sold a crap ton of copies of Stardew Valley, um, fell in love with his last game. You could tell uh, there was a lot of passion in it when he made it. He was making something that he could not find, um, and so he made it. And I... Um, and the amount of, I don't want to say copycats, but the amount of games that came out like his game uh, was crazy. So obviously yeah. he was onto something. I mean, obviously he was inspired by like Harvest Moon and stuff like that. But uh, he made something different too. And so a lot of people went like, I want to do something like that too. And there's a lot of games that came out that were pretty inspired by that kind of game so definitely definitely not only welcome but needed almost yeah and i believe i don't know if he's finished stardew valley yet but he still develops stuff for it so really yeah that might be i assume more that's, dude i assume that's going to be coming to a halt soon but he's got a whole ass game coming out um yeah so having seen on twitter when he was getting ready to live stream this announcement because it was just a black screen that basically said announcement yeah um it was interesting to see that um, he was making something new. So, yeah, um, I like Stardew Valley. I don't love it, uh, but I really appreciate it. Um, I've played it multiple times, times on and off, but I never devoted like a huge chunk of time to it. 
But I really appreciate it. And like I said before, I think uh, kind of like when Dar- our Demon Souls came out because games are too easy, uh, it felt needed when this game came out, uh, Stardew Valley. So I really appreciate this this dude, especially when he put like 10 years into making Stardew Valley by himself. Uh, really awesome. So it's kind of exciting to see a dude who made a game for 10 years by himself, huge passion project, make a new game. He's obviously got 10 years of experience at the very least now yeah. uh, in game development. He's definitely got a bigger budget um, than he had before and uh, probably has connections if he needed help working on it. I'm, I don't know if he's working on this by himself. I would assume so, but I believe so. Um, he, he did do Stardew Valley temporarily for console help with uh, Chucklefish, and then he pulled away from that after a while. So he oh, yeah. go back to being solo again. I forgot about that. Yeah, no bad blood or anything. He just, the help was done. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad they didn't have any word contract where like he he what would he's allowed to be done. Like yeah. that's good because the idea of like having someone help you, typically they want something from it. Yeah, I think he was probably pretty clear that it was his game. You know, yeah, that's how I yeah. would. Do it. If someone's like, I want a piece of it, no. But uh, I think he just needs help getting published on consoles. And, yeah, and Chucklefish was like, we're a publisher. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So um so yeah i'm really interested in uh in seeing more on this game i've seen a little blip of it on twitter and the art style looks very similar if not the exact same as sort valley which at first i was like man he's got kind of one note in that regard but then i was like nah, i mean he's got a, he's got a style why not so it kind of reminds me of um i can't remember the guy's name right now and the the fans are probably gonna be pissed that i can't remember his name but the guy who made um Oh no, my brain. Uh, Undertale. That guy's art style is super. Yeah. Because he's got Delta Rune just came out and it literally the same art style. So. I kind of appreciate though when somebody also designs the visual style of their game and mm-hmm. isn't just the, the creative director or the mind where the game's idea came from. Yeah, yeah. Because in like bigger uh, dev teams, there's a lot of layers. Yeah. There's an art team, there's all sorts of shit. And so when you're like the dude who's like making the game and the way it works and the mechanics and the engine and all that stuff, but then also designing it, it does make sense that another game, similar to how when you know somebody draws, they typically have a style to how they draw mm-hmm. unless they go out of their way to not have that. Um, it, it makes sense that that he'll have a visual style. I'm sure eventually down the road he'll probably have a game that will not look like this. But as of right now... Um, He's definitely showing that he has a, a style to his games, which I think is uh, is, is cool. Mm-hmm. I was quick to go like, wow, did he just reskin it? But no, nah, it's probably just his style. So it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hope that hoping I can't talk tonight. Uh, that it's it's different gameplay wise than Stardew Valley. Um, I have a feeling it will be, but um, yeah, wondering how different it will be. From that. Ready to watch this? Yeah, I was I can't say anything. So yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Chocolate. I like how the name is just his name and then haunted chocolate too. It's pretty straightforward. 
reflection in the mirror is a good touch. I know that in Sir Valley there was like some places where you could fight stuff, but this seems a lot more action. Action-y. Uh, looked pretty spot on to me. Yeah? Yeah. Man, I just wasn't down. I, I couldn't play it that well. Because that guy was like running around shooting and shit and swinging. <laughs> oh my god, all the ghosts. So he is haunted. I mean, this looks like Stardew Valley, but different place. <laughs> I feel like if you're a big fan of Stardew Valley, you're gonna have to play this. I'm, I'm going to agree with that that statement because, um, like, if you want more from that, this looks totally completely different. Well, and, it, and obviously the focus is a little different. You're not running a farm. Yeah, you're running a fucking haunted chocolate factory. Well, it also adds the element of um, shop management. Yeah, which I, I thought like. was cool. Um, I have uh, a couple games on Steam that are literally just that running a shop. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I think Racketeer is the name of one of them that's really popular. Um, and yeah, I, I like to you know hop it i guess my impression yeah what do you think like, um i think it looks great i like the guys art style um it is familiar and different which is kind that's of that's nice. what i got from it yeah yeah um it definitely you're gonna you can tell that it's gonna play play like stardew valley but your objectives are gonna be completely different yeah um you know like making the chocolate selling it also like the the imagination of like in the factories there's just effectively look like a portal to another dimension if that is what it is i don't know it's just yeah. the vibe i get off of it um yeah it, the combat in Surrey valley is like pretty much in the mine shaft versus this yeah. is outside which is kind of nice and it's collecting ingredients obviously to to make these chocolates and whatnot um the little ghosts that run your shop the um, customization of your shop um these are very cool features mm -hmm. i think um but obviously you're not customizing a farm so those um, ideas are put somewhere else at this point so yeah like i said super familiar but i think it's different enough to make it that i think it will feel different um, it still has the stuff i like you would expect from the slow living games though like building relationships with people um gift giving i'm sure the map expands the further you get into it and stuff like that too so yeah all the all the social stuff and the concept of running something and needing resources to do that is very similar to Stardew Valley, but I think thematically it's different looking. Um, it also seems like it's doing some more advanced stuff with uh, some of the atmospheric stuff, like that train or the going by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, when he walked by the mirror, it like had a reflection, and one of the fireplaces, I thought the fire actually looked really good. Yeah. Um, maybe Stardew Valley has that as well, but I don't remember. I don't it. recall it. I don't remember. Uh, like yeah. those, it seems like he's learned some things maybe with that. But... Um, but even with all the similarities, it does seem different in the sense that you're not running the farm, you're running a factory and you are going to have to, uh, it seems like, um, micromanage things and, and do recipes. And I'm really interested on in what the ghosts are all about, but I love, I love them. So, uh, I'm all about it. Um, also this fucking place is in is creepy as shit. Um, I'm also curious about this whole portal system and where the hell he's going. That's kind of weird. 
Um, if I'm being 100% honest, uh, I think me personally is more drawn to this concept than Stardew Valley. As much as I appreciate Stardew Valley, um, I like weird shit. And so like this whole like chocolate ghost place sounds a lot more interesting to me. Mm -hmm. uh, I also like the idea of running a shop more than running a farm. Um, running a farm in a game is fun. Um, I like all the little activities you have to do to maintain everything. But I do like the idea of running like a factory shop type thing more. Um, on a much more basic level, uh, Moon Moonlighter. Moonlighter. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool roguelite because it had this whole basic uh, running a shop thing. Yeah. Um, which is a really cool pacing of gameplay. And you have the action and the roguelike. And then you have this shop manager thing where you had to like stop people from shoplifting and all sorts of stuff. You should try Racketeer. It's got a similar idea to it. So Maybe you, I should. You go collect stuff and then bring it to your shop. Because I actually really liked that part of uh, Moonlighter. Um, and so with this, kind of the same thing. It looks like Stardew Valley, but with the Moonlighter running a shop element yeah. to it, which I, I, I like for some reason. So I like kind of the micromanaging of that. So, yeah, this, I mean, this looks really cool. It feels also like being at home, though. Because it's very similar to Stardew Valley visually and and mechanically, um, you still ha are having these social features where you're talking with people, building relationships, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just the whole what you're doing is different. Yeah, and you know the thing I kind of like about it too is you could have very easily just made Stardew Valley two. Yeah, and just rode that train or whatever oh, yeah, for sure. But he still is staying within that comfort zone of, yep. of obviously the type of game he wants to make. But he is being experimental, and he's yep. able to do that because it has a different title. It's not Stardew Valley; it's this game. And if he wants to do it another time after this, whether that's five, ten years from now, whatever, mm -hmm. he can have another idea with still that slow living element to yep. in it. So um, I actually kind of think it's a better approach than just making sequels. No, I no, I hundred percent agree because like I thought he was gonna work on Stardew Valley the rest of his life and fucking die, which would have been totally fine when yeah. he could be uploaded into Stardew Valley forever. Um, <laughs> so it was really cool to see that that I mean he's putting his name in there. It kind of reminds me of fucking Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, but um, but at the same time, like it just seems like he had an idea for a new project, and even we went to his website to kind of read about this game before we started filming. And the way he describes this is pretty much like, I don't know, I had an idea, yeah, I started working on it. So I, I kind of appreciate that. I mean, he's earned it at this point with what he did with Stardew Valley. Fucking make whatever the hell you want, try something yeah. out. And uh, like you already said, and like we're kind of repeating at this point, but he did something kind of in his comfort zone. But he's he has this whole haunted chocolate fucking element that he wanted to fuck around with, and I'm I'm intrigued. Plus, a lot more development experience now. That's the thing is this game looks pretty far along already. Yeah. Um, and I highly doubt it's not going to take him ten years now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know he he's got it down. He's making content for a game he worked on for ten years already, and uh, I'm sure if he needed help in any way, somebody would be right there to help him in his next endeavor. That's 100% going to sell very well. Yeah, this game's gonna sell well. Um, based off of who made it and Stardew Valley's reputation, it sold very well as well. Big question: multiplayer? Things gonna have multiplayer? If it's anything like Stardew Valley, it'll come later, I think. Yeah, because <laughs> um, Stardew Valley doesn't need multiplayer, but it does have it. And I, 
finally understood when I played the multiplayer why it took him so long to make it because the story stuff that happens still happens in the multiplayer. And that's a lot harder than just having somebody with you while you play. Yeah, if it was, sand, if it was like a, stand, a yeah. sandbox thing, it would, exactly. it would probably have been easier. So. And I feel like this is going to be the same thing in that if you do this, this will happen. If you do that, this will happen. The events will happen and shit. And so if they're going to implement multiplayer, if he's going to implement multiplayer, it's probably going to be a task. He probably needs to get the game finished before he can even think about that. But I feel like he'd probably be more open to doing it because he's done it already. Yeah. Yeah, and he's already got those connections because I think that was part of the thing with Chucklefish as well was they were helping him figure out multiplayer. Yeah. So. Yeah, so hopefully the the kinks of that, because um, it looks like it's using the same engine, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would be figured out. So, But overall, um, I'm definitely interested. I'd like to see more on this, but I feel like I kind of know what I'm getting into outside of the thematic things going on with the ghosts and the chocolate and these weird locations well, and any quirky systems you might have in there yeah so. and the events i don't know what's going to happen it's a whole new game so yeah. um but i'm i'm interested in it for sure yeah i, I mean i'm gonna end up buying it but yeah 100 yeah i love slow living games yeah very cool though anything else you want to say no i was a pleasant surprise because uh, i came out of nowhere <laughs> yeah i had no idea and then i just saw that i'm like oh he's got a new game yeah so <laughs> yeah cool. no, no build up to it he's like oh here by the way so yeah. very cool let us know in the comments what do you guys think about concerned apes haunted chocolatier do you think it's cool looking do you think it's shit looking are you excited uh are you a fan of sturdy valley a lot of people i know love that game so awesome. um which is very cool to see because before that game i didn't know a whole lot of people were into like harvest moon so it definitely brought a lot of people to the genre i guess that i feel like it's has more impact on it than than games before did um and uh yeah are you looking forward to this game do you think it's gonna be a multiplayer and um anything you notice in the trailer that we didn't let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below next video we got is grand theft auto the trilogy the definitive edition trailer now they are releasing for a long time they're fucking they had leaked and had all these rumors coming out that they were going to be remastering uh grand theft auto and then like there was a really definitive one that came out. And then a week later, this thing comes out. Uh, we, we are getting the trilogy, Grand Theft Auto 3, uh, Vice City, and uh, San Andreas, all remastered um, all in one package. This is going to show a comparison of the before and afters before we watch this. Uh, any thoughts on this? You played Grand Theft Auto 3 at least. Played all three of these. Okay. Yeah. Um, any thoughts potentially on this? Anything you're hoping for? Is this something you could see yourself buying? Uh, no. <laughs> I did not like those three games at all. Um, Damn. Yeah. Fucking gutting me. I uh, I tried playing all three. I could not continue to play all three. The only Grand Theft Auto, and this is going to be a weird one, that I could sit down and play uh, was Grand Theft Auto 4. It's the only Grand Theft Auto I've ever beaten. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and I don't even necessarily have fond memories of it. I just beat it just feeling it that that time yeah maybe i was just in the right mindset to be playing a game like that at the time but uh not really my thing i've said it a million times not huge on sandbox games um i also um not really a fan of like the the idea of grand theft auto i guess the the in a story sense like in a um 
Like, I remember when these games came out and there, people were modding, like, multiplayer stuff on it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a neat idea because it's just, like, kind of fucking around with your friends type of thing. Um, and that's more up my alley anyways because I like playing with people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, really, this for me is just going to be, I just, it's going to be curious to see how, what they did with these old games, what they're going to look like, and, uh, you know, if they have decided to add something to them. So, yeah um all all fair points uh i'm I'm on the opposite spectrum uh i feel like call or not call of duty <laughs> grand theft auto has gotten this call of duty uh perspective because they've gotten so popular that people kind of view them like like oh it's fucking grand theft auto but like grand theft auto is like revolutionary um and i really really fucking i remember when grand theft auto 3 came out it was the first time ever that a game was like that in 3d mm. um and so i have very fond memories of grand theft auto 3 uh vice city was awesome but it felt I, I wasn't a huge vice city fan for some reason it was fun to play but i loved san andreas so this i I'm, i've seen pictures but i haven't watched this trailer yet um i'm, I'm gonna pick this up I, I to have all three games in one place cleaned up um sounds awesome um and like I said, I, I really, as much as how far Grand Theft Auto has come with four and five, um, gameplay wise, I feel like they're going to feel kind of obsolete, but, uh, especially three towns probably going to feel real small too. Oh yeah. yeah. I can visually see all of Grand Theft Auto three city. Like I remember it that well. Like I know, I know everywhere in that fucking place. Um, but but anyway, yeah, I uh, I definitely will want to pick this up just because I have a real strong um, love for the the early Grand Theft Auto games. I mean, I like four and five as well, but um, five specifically four four was no, they're all really good. I don't know, it's it's so weird. There's like this negative connotation to um, to Grand Theft Auto nowadays when you talk about it, which is so weird to me because so many people love those games um, that I feel like it's awesome that they're making this. Because it's like, Rockstar doesn't do anything except for make content for Grand Theft Auto Online. Well, I think that's probably where the negative stuff comes from, is that they got comfortable. Sure. It's just weird, because like, you can bring up Grand Theft Auto, and some people are like, Grand Theft Auto, ugh. And I'm like, damn, really? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't feel that way about it. I just don't enjoy playing them. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, but you don't jive with fucking sandbox games that well anyway. Yeah. Um. Plus the chaos of Grand Theft Auto and the amount of driving, which you're not a big fan of in games, and fucking uh, a lot of explosions and rocket launchers and just chaos. So, I mean, it, it makes sense to me. But anyway, long story short, I'm just kind of babbling at this point. Um, I'm, I'm excited to watch this trailer. I'm excited uh, for this, unless it looks fucking awful. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to pick it up. I have fond, fond memories of Grand Theft Auto 3 and uh, San Andreas. I remember back in the day, me and Josh used to play the two-player mode in San Andreas and just like cause havoc and fucking run from the cops and shit. It was a blast. Um, Vice City. Man, I remember when Vice City came out. I fucking hated... I loved they added motorcycles, but I fucking hated them because if you drove towards the sidewalk, sometimes you just go fly off your fucking bike. Oh, it, yeah, Like the sense. collision yeah, didn't yeah. work well. And I, for some, I was like, dude, this game's fucking janky as shit. Um but it was fun too. They had helicopter stuff for the first time and all that stuff. Um, 
so yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm definitely interested, excited, and hoping this will be cool. Um, it's weird too because Grand Theft Auto Three has been re-released already, like on phone and shit, and they cleaned up the graphics. So it's funny how they keep releasing their games and cleaning them up and cleaning them up and cleaning them up. Um, it's kind of amazing how much you can do that with games as old as PS2. Yeah, you you could tell that they've uh, companies, not, not Rockstar in general. Um, have invested time and money into um, tools to remaster games at this point. Because, yeah, a lot of old games come out and they get touched up real quick. I'm like, how do they make it look like that already? Like, So yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy. I have seen some pictures on Twitter, though, of this. And people are already making jokes because it does look kind of weird. But um, you have to you have to remember what these games looked like. The PS2 games, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, but, but they pretty much smoothed it out so they're not jaggy looking and it kind of looks like play-doh it's ah. interesting i was looking at some of the ground textures and it was just like lumpy it's it's weird you'll just have to see it when you could only have three polygons <laughs> exactly it's the limitations that they're trying to build over so it looks kind of weird yeah. but um it's one of the situations where i'm like i'm like well you gotta you gotta understand this but then at the same time i'm like yeah i get it too because it's ridiculous looking so let's watch it and uh form our own opinions you ready yep all right three two one and go hello what's up oh this song is gonna be trouble they mess with me they mess with the biggest boy in town it almost looks like cartoony. I'm glad to see things back the way they used to be. But it does look like way cleaner. I think it looks way better. And like it has reflections and shit. I think nostalgia's probably well, put the, coyote the, in the chicken people, coop, huh? I mean, yeah, it's it's literally. Yeah. They had to do a lot He's of like Kill him. tricks with shade. I guess we should watch the tricks. Haven't I'll you ever seen a movie? Sorry, what we're saying. The one thing it seems like they, they took a shortcut on that the old game had is shading. There's there's like in like the same way you like drawing shading. Like mm. there's no the skin colors are all one tone, right? Versus mm. like uh, in the in the old one, you can see a lot of like shading and stuff like that. And I know a lot of that was intentional back then because mm. the limitations they had to try to make it look as good as they could, so they they spent more time on that. And this isn't something they're going to dump a lot of money into. They're literally cleaning it up, re-releasing it. It's just yeah. it's a quick buck, right? Um, I think on a technical level, it looks way better, way better. Um, yeah, they didn't spend any time effectively on art assets. Well, it doesn't look like it looks like you could have spent more time texturing the game. And I think that would have made a huge difference. Yeah. Um, like if you added like textures to the shirt, to the wall, stuff like that, I think people would look less at how smooth and not textured it looks, and how because like, I think that's what makes it look cartoony. Also, but the colors are plain. There's no detail to the colors. Exactly, exactly. It's missing the detail. But outside of that, I mean, it is obviously better looking. Yeah, 100%. Um, by a lot. I mean, look at that. It's it's a huge difference, but it's it's also so clean that. Like, it, like I said, it kind of shows the lack of textures. Like, for instance, if you even look on the original one, it's more textured. Te- yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. When you draw a picture and you add shading and details, mm-hmm. it's missing that now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, 
everyone's just very clean and I guess sterile as much mm. as I, I feel like I've been using that word a lot lately. Um, I use that word all the time. So, so much shit sterile. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it comes off very sterile looking now. Because like that green, for example, mm -hmm. on that guy's shirt is one, one color, color green with zero details. I can't tell where the folds are, where the light is hitting this guy. Like even in, in the, yeah, the seven is like literally I went into like Photoshop, brought up the text thing, picked font and hit the button and slapped it on on a picture that's what it looks like so. well here's a funny thing though because like yeah that's lacking i guess any character or detail to it but then look at this back wall yeah, yeah it's just muddy and there's nothing going on really there's kind of pictures and then the, the it's got like lighting now yeah although the lighting looks like way too bright but like this is so much clearer now for sure for sure so it's in some places it's more detailed but then in others it's like it, it does feel, and I'm not trying to say this in the mo I'm trying not to say this in like a insulting way, but it does feel like they did this quickly. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, and, and, and to emphasize, I do think it, it does technically look better. Yeah. Well, 100%. Look yeah. at, look at the fucking yellow right here on these uh, lights. Yeah. It's just so much sharper and cleaner. Yeah. It's just, um, the character, I guess, would be a good way to, to the character of the, the 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 look is gone. Yeah, yeah, that's I think that's what is missing is like it's lacking the atmosphere, I guess. Um, I mean, like the rain looks better. I Way mean, every, better. everything looks yeah. better on a technical level, but it's missing depth. It's missing it. it it's sterile. It looks sterile. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad though, um, especially for an older game. I you know these were basic and simple looking games. And so this is just a, a more modern, graphic, basic, simple-looking game. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't bother me, but I understand where people are coming from. But then there's other things that are... Well, hold on. Let me go back here. Because, like, I wasn't even looking at these trees. Yeah, the trees. I mean, the trees look better. It's kind of a give or take Yeah. with a lot of things. This car, the shine on it looks way better. Um, it's also rumored too that these are going to have controls like Grand Theft Auto Five now, which is interesting. That is interesting. Um, so if they modernize the gameplay, I think it would be a good thing, because playing the original Grand Theft Auto Three, it feels outdated. But I also feel like Rockstar's gameplay feels outdated. Like playing okay. RDO on. Uh, mouse and keyboard feels close to a normal game but when you play it on console it feels minus i'm trying to replicate a joystick with wsad instead of like giving you tank controls or something yeah it's it's weird sure. i think you can change something in the probably in controls can. for that though because there's like a horse perspective camera perspective thing you can change it for what's called but anyway um rockstar is a weird way of of the way their games play and Back in the day, it made sense, lock on, all that shit. Yeah. But in modern day, if it feels outdated to me. I don't mind it, but it doesn't feel like a modern game. Even Red Dead Redemption 2. Visually, it's the most modern game. It's one of the most modern-looking games ever made. But gameplay-wise, it's like really weird systematically. Yeah. So it'd be really interesting. I digress. Um yeah, all in all, though, I, uh, nothing here is really deterring me. I do think the faces look interesting, though. They're keeping the same shapes, but with what we've already talked about, the lack of texture and like kind of like this darkness to his face, 
in these areas that where they're trying to kind of show like um it's not real shading but they're trying to add shading to his face you see what i'm talking about yeah yeah um they've opted into actual lighting they also completely missed his emotion because he looks grumpy in the first picture and he looks oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um just kind of tired blank. i yeah. guess in the second picture it almost the the faces almost look like um a double fine game yeah yeah a little bit i can see that it's interesting anyway i i think what i was trying to say i'm all over the place on this is uh it does look kind of off, but it also looks good to me as well. It's it's interesting. It's kind of both. But nothing here is making me not want to pick this up. I'm definitely, as a, a person who really enjoyed Grand Theft Auto, uh, and still does, um, definitely, definitely going to pick this up. I do kind of want to, the, the new style makes me want to play it to see what everything looks like. Well, I also have to say, like, realistically, how many people were actively playing these games right now? And how many are going to actively play them once it comes out? Even yeah. if it's not like a crazy high number, it has to be more than is currently playing those games anyways. Yeah. So it is going to give that experience in the hands of people. And if they do claim the controls to make it play more modern, uh, you know, even that can be seen as a win compared to sometimes you go back and you play an old game and you forget how bad the controls are. So, yeah. Right here, he... <laughs> He almost looks like he's dead in, in, in right here. And that, whoa, what did I just do? You hit picture in picture. How did I do that? That one, there you go. Um, so you got to turn your annotations off. And then here he looks not dead. So it's, it's really weird. It's kind of hit or miss in a lot of ways. Yeah, I actually feel like they did better on the environments than the characters, like across the board. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at too. I think the characters look kind of off. And really, when I was, you brought up the facial expression too. It's kind of like locked in, whereas before he looked a little more like he had more going on emotionally. But I do also, also think the limitations of lighting back on PS2, they were trying to do it through textures. And when you take that away and opt in for real lighting, he doesn't look like how he used to look because effectively he's lost facial definition. Sure, the shadows before. that were drawn on are gone. Ex exactly, yeah. yeah. So that does change things up. And now they... Are essentially what they would have looked like back then without those drawn on just smoother so um i think maybe and you can just be like i'm not into it regardless of how why they did it um but i think some people might not even be thinking about that so no and they just see this and go why did that fucking look and, weird and realistically they're not going to put a ton of money and time into this it's not yeah. going to happen so like this is the product i'm honestly surprised they fucking did it all yeah like when i heard they're going to make a, a trilogy i was like Rockstar, no fucking way. Where where's the goddamn Midnight Club trilogy at, dude? Fucking, I'd buy that too. Um, or I'd take a new one. Rockstar, please do something. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like they had some uh, some free development time, and they found something. Or maybe this is someone else is doing it. I, I'm not 100 sure. Two uh, K and a two K. Um, Rockstar is kind of hush hush about everything they do anyway. So yeah, they don't talk about shit. Yeah, and they have screwed people in the past. So sure, uh, fucking um, team uh, Bondi. Bondi, yeah, yeah, that whole thing. It's a shame, but yeah, 
Uh, I'll definitely be picking this up, and I think the uh, new art, not new art style, the fucking, the uh, the upgrade in graphics uh, on a tactical level looks really good, but it has changed some identity to the game. 100%. But, uh, and I'm really curious about how it plays, because I heard the rumor that it's going to be modernized, which I welcome. So, uh, definitely curious. Also wondering if this is going to come out on PC. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Any thoughts? Anything, anything left? We've oh, been, PC. PC. We've, we've been thinking. Yeah. PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, Switch. That does put a Grand Theft Auto on Switch. And PC. November 11th. Right around the corner. All right. Well, uh, let's know in the comments what do you guys think about Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. First off, what do you think about it visually? What do you think? Like, regardless of if you're pick it up or not, whether you like Grand Theft Auto, what do you think about the uh, before and afters? Uh, what's your thoughts? Do you think it looks better? Do you think it looks worse? Do you think it's kind of a little bit of both like we were discussing? And then are you interested in picking this up? Is this made for you? Or are you going to skip it? And uh, out of the original trilogy, what's your favorite Grand Theft Auto? It's hard for me to pick, but I think uh, my nostalgia of the first time ever playing Grand Theft Auto 3 makes it my favorite of the three. But San Andreas is a much more robust game where you can get buff or skinny and all sorts of really cool systems really ahead of its time in a lot of ways. Um, I'm actually surprised a lot of the systems died in that game, actually. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of interesting systems in, like, GTAO. It's not the same, man. You're not doing... Yeah. You're not lifting weights. You're not riding, you know, a bicycle to get your endurance up. Uh, I mean, Rockstar's been chasing, trying to make living, breathing worlds mm. since Grand Theft Auto 3. So... It makes sense that they dabbled with it in San Andreas to see how it was, and then they decided not to do it. Because they dabbled with a lot of things in Grand Theft Auto 4 they fucking abandoned. Mm -hmm. Like realistic physics and realistic car yeah. movement because they're heavy as shit in real life. And in that game, they were too. And it didn't make for fun driving. So. Yeah. Um, favorite Grand Theft Auto in the original trilogy, if you had to pick any? Um, I guess I'll say San Andreas because technically it was a better game. Yeah, like systematically. Yeah. So, fucking but Rob. That's a pretty minor. Rob loved Vice City. He's all about that '80s life, though. Yeah. <laughs> Even now, he just lives that '80s life. All right, let's know what you think about in the comments below. Next video we are watching. The last video we are watching is Halo Infinite official campaign overview. Uh, I'm just gonna jump in. I'm really excited to see this because um, I I honestly have no hype. For the new halo which fucking blows because i'm a huge halo fan but i'm hoping it's going to be awesome i'm ho i'm hoping that i'll play it and i'll be like oh man awesome it's it's good like this is this is all i could hope for but we have this weird thing going on with this game where they're going to be releasing the the multiplayer on its own as a free-to-play thing and then they're going to release the campaign and you're not going to have access to certain features yet forge won't be out all this weird shit but you also be buying the campaign. Then we saw the original uh, campaign footage, and it was underwhelming. <laughs> it was very underwhelming looking. Graphically, gameplay-wise, it looked like Halo, but it looked like Halo on Xbox 360. It didn't look that great. And then the Craig thing, which is my favorite thing about Halo so far, is just Craig. I'm still all about that Craig life. Rob loves the 80s life. I love the Craig life. It makes go. sense. Um, but... As we've seen, just uh, we've just been inundated with fucking Halo multiplayer, which is looking pretty cool. Um, I haven't heard shit really about the campaign. It's been a while since Craig. 
So I, I'm excited to get an update on what the fuck's going on with it. And this is an overview, which is something me and you typically prefer when it comes to advertising a game. We liked somebody kind of giving us, you know, what you're going to be getting into with the game. So this yeah. is right up our alley, I feel like. And hopefully um, I'm hoping they can show me a campaign worth being excited for because I've liked almost every Halo campaign except for Halo 5. Was it Guardians? I think uh, so. We never beat it, yeah. but uh, I, I wasn't super invested in that one, I guess. So um, I also don't give a shit about ODST and I wasn't a big Halo 3 fan. I know there's some people that's their favorite one. So there's a battle to be fought there. I love Halo 2. I think that falls in the same. This is going to be. Um, I guess an interesting comparison, but I, I feel like Halo 3 falls in the same categories like Final Fantasy 10, where that was people's uh, entry point game. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 10 was like a lot of people's first, uh, you know, fucking Final Fantasy, and then other people was like six or seven or wherever. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy had weird checkpoints where like this yeah. was for this generation, this was their best Final yeah. Fantasy. And I, 10 was that because a lot of people's entry point for that and i feel like halo 3 is that for halo as well yeah i agree uh, otherwise people would say two resident evil 2 yeah was a lot of people's yeah. first resident evil they never even heard of resident evil and then, and they then played four was the other one exactly say, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then where for me like resident evil 1 was my favorite because mm-hmm. that was my entry point halo 2 i played the fuck out of halo i loved halo but halo 2 i was obsessed with i have super fond memories of halo 1 but that is because that was a social thing like yeah just hang oh, we used to have home. like land parties and yeah. shit yeah and, and that was just a good time so. yeah, back in the day you'd bring your consoles to the same house and plug them all in with fucking ethernet cables yeah. and goddamn have tvs all over the fucking house and you'd be sitting around the tvs were much bigger than snacking and drinking <laughs> and just fucking playing and being in the same room yelling at each other and i'd be getting pissed off at people shooting me with a fucking rocket launcher while i was killing everybody else and they're like oh it's an opportunity and they'd fucking shoot me hate that shit it's fair it's in the game but i digress uh i like most of the campaigns so i'm hoping this will be a good one i hope they can return to form uh with what they did with four because even though that one got some criticisms too i was pretty happy with uh halo 4's uh campaign um i thought 343 did a really good job so it's weird that guardians didn't hit the same beat like it didn't it didn't do what they do like they should they already proved they could do it yeah and then they kind of fucked up with five so For sure. i'm hoping they can uh bring it back because they've already proved that they could fucking make a good halo game it's not the best halo game but it was good i liked it yeah um i mean for me like i'm kind of in a similar boat where like where i haven't i've at the very least enjoyed i don't think halo stories that like groundbreaking or amazing but it is is totally fine like and the what? campaign is a fun experience yeah. i think the story of halo is actually pretty fucking interesting but they don't i don't think the halo games have ever been good at storytelling uh, that's probably a better way to put yeah. it because i think um, it has really good lore but the sure. games so, don't fucking so yeah, yeah, that yeah. Way. um the 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 writing department is yeah. the best that i guess would be the best way to put that but that being said um the campaigns are always fun and they got better and obviously this was bungee halo that we you know we start off with but mm-hmm. uh they were really good about adding things into the even the single player over time where like you could get uh you could find things on and that would actually unlock like modifiers you could bring into multiplayer and stuff like that um it was really neat um i kind of fell out you know i wasn't heavy into it anyways but i played halo one like a lot and i already said why halo two um i never did play the the campaign through that one and i barely played the 
in multiplayer, but um, it has nothing to do with Halo 2 as much as I just was not playing Xbox at that point. Yeah, there's a time where you're done. Yeah, I, Fable kind of broke the... Once I realized I wasn't going to get the games I like on the console, I just dismissed the console all to, all outright. So Yeah. Um, Halo 3 I did play. Um, probably one I played the multiplayer component the most in. And I had a good enough time with it. Um, I wouldn't say it was amazing, but I, the, yeah, the, the whole, whole package was fun. The one Halo I didn't play the shit out of is the one you were playing. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um, I enjoyed the, I still like what they did with the abilities, um, like the uh, like the. I think a lot of the ideas they came up with in Halo Three, I think, were realized better in Reach, even though it's a prequel to it. Um, they brought some of those ideas into that, and I think they're um, more balanced and, and smart. Yeah. Well, and then speaking of Reach, I was gonna say um, I feel like. I had a more balanced experience with Reach, and I would say also, I would dare say Halo Reach is probably my favorite Halo game um, as a game. Reach was good, yeah. Um, Reach I brought me back to Halo. I really liked the way the game played. So Yeah, I gave up on Halo after 3 because ODST and 3 I didn't like either really. And then when Reach came out, I gave it a try, and I was like, oh shit, this is good. Yeah, it felt really good. It had good customization options yep. for your Spartan it, yeah. as well. And it, did, it really brought a lot to the table for their final farewell to the, the series. Um, then moving into you know three four three Halo four I like it was a fun enough time um, I liked yeah. it I did not really play a lot of the multiplayer though um, and then Halo five we didn't really touch yeah I tried to play the multiplayer I didn't like it um, I liked the small arena mode that would just throw like three versus three or something like that they were like these quick like fucking get in get out three minute matches but that's not what Halo is. So as we was playing that and not the actual game because the actual game like the maps were fucked and the modes were like these huge big team battle ones that didn't feel like how they used to feel and I just was not into it. Yeah, well, and again, it is a different development team doing it. Also, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell, especially with Halo Four, <laughs> um, that they were really paying attention to what. The competition was doing, I'll just say that. Yeah. And wanted to try to, like, um, use some of that. And I think by doing that, they were kind of forgetting what Halo is because... um, I think that's been the biggest thing with 343 is they've been codifying, essentially, Halo. Yeah, it needs to be Halo. You you need to stay respectful to those those classic things and then have experimental modes and stuff. Like, go for it. Well, they added a grappling hook. That's whatever. Cool. Yeah, and I th- that's not necessarily what I mean, but like I want like the things that people expect. You know, it's the same when like people play COD, they expect eventually to be Nuketown's going to be a map, for example. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a staple at this point, right? I expect, you know, uh, Warsong Gulch, a capture the flag mode, you know, that kind of stuff. Like there's there's these Halo elements that like you expect every single game, um, and then have that extra like we we're going to introduce this new mode. It has different play style and uh, like experimental and if it catches cool and if not it wasn't the main focus right yeah so and i think i think uh at least from what i've seen um i am a little optimistic um in the multiplayer department in the way at least it plays um and from the feedback i've been kind of reading online Mm. um people played it seem to like it no one's freaking out about it but they're saying it's cool yes i'm hopeful yeah, but uh, maybe three four three is doing the play it safe thing that a lot of people do. I mean, they might need it. So yeah, um, 
I just don't think they have the option to play it too safe because they made one Halo that some people liked, some people didn't, and then they made one nobody liked. Yeah. And so they got to make a splash of this one, otherwise they're going to kill Halo. So, although I am feeling more optimistic about this one than the last game. Well, and the more from the time of Craig until recently, um, you can visually watch the improvement of the game. So, yeah, it has been improving. It's yeah. it's wild they even fucking showed it in that. Yeah, I feel like they showed something way too early, but it was. I think it was also important because um, they got pretty extreme feedback. <laughs> they did, yeah, yeah. but also it was during a time. Uh, of the console transition and people were complaining about Xbox not having games. Yeah. And so they're trying to prove they had games and Halo is their game, the game. So I feel like they were really excited to show people it, but it was so early, even though they delayed it, I don't know how much they worked on that based off of feedback or how much they were planning on working on it already. Yeah. But uh, they showed something that people were not, yeah. not stoked about. So, so hopefully in this, we will see an update to the visuals and um, something that makes for a compelling campaign that hopefully we can do fucking multiple. What is it? Multiplayer or split screen is not going to be there on launch. I think multiplayer because it's a free to play component, right? No, no. I mean like co-op. I'm pretty sure that's later. Yeah. There's something they said they were going to add later. I can't remember. I can't keep up with this game. We're going to watch this though mm-hmm. and we can talk about it. So three, two, one, go. beginning halo was about master chief and cortana partners protecting humanity but that is now a distant memory humanity is fighting for survival the banished have risen defeated our heroes and taken control of the mysterious zeta halo we need a savior we need hope we need spartan 117 Master Chief. We have a new mission, soldier. What is it? What's down there? A weapon. A weapon? How many guns do you need? Special motions were better. Better than they were. Yeah. It also looks like he's in-game and not CGI. I like the original <laughs> thing we saw. Yeah, yeah. The lighting's good. That's obviously easy to do with an engine, but it does look good. In the biggest campaign to date, Halo Infinite invites players to become Master Chief and discover true Spartan freedom in the most wide open and adventure-filled Halo experience yet. But Chief won't be alone on the journey. His first mission is to retrieve a new AI, codenamed The Weapon. It's been six months, where have you been? Following the events of Halo 5, Master Chief is searching for the answer to a troubling question. Fidelity is way better than ours, for sure. Yeah. I was created to lock down Cortana, but I don't know why. What did she do that was so wrong? Order received. Stand by. I don't know how I feel with the world thing, but that's weird for me. Damn, motherfucker. The answer is yeah, drop it. A damaged world full of wonder, mystery, and danger. 
I don't want to play this single player. And at every turn, the banished are hunting Master Chief I play and remnants of the UNSC. Victory is already ours. We will meet on the battlefield. The banished army is spread across the surface. This is gonna sound kind of shitty because be it does look better. The hundred percent looks better. It looks no way better, hundred percent. But I've seen Forza Horizon Five, <laughs> so I know what the fuck you can achieve. Uh, you know, under Microsoft on Xbox. From the beginning, and of the so Halo it's saga, it's it's just kind of interesting because this is this is looking to, to the point where it it doesn't look like last gen, but it doesn't look like crazy. And it doesn't have to be like something crazy, but there's something about it visually that's still slightly underwhelming. But I don't I don't want to focus on that because it, it does look way fucking better. It does look way better. Um, for sure, and I don't think the, the models look ridiculous anymore, which is good. No. Um, it does kind of have a, a weird light. Again, textures are really Players weird in this game, but I, I feel like they're trying to make it to also feel like faithful yeah. in that regard. Well, gameplay-wise, it looks pretty pretty good. 100%. I think the graphic hook, hook looks fun, too. What do we do? Oh, no. It is it Far Cry? Or was that Red Faction or whatever, too? Red Faction had some, it had destructive abilities as well, but like, uh. Why not? Like, the base takeover. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In, uh, Gorilla. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, you can grab weapons. What that is cool. I almost feel like this is gonna be like Far Cry, except for Halo physics, which I'm honestly not upset about. I, I would play that. This looks like he's just like fighting an encampment, like a take it over. Could be useful. Yeah, really, the only thing that's a bummer for me is like the one thing I like about playing Halo games. I don't play a lot of shooters. So it had a very focused game structured, game. yeah, 100%. You beat a place, you're done, you that's move on. Hard to do what yeah. Spartans it's do not impossible, but it is hard to do. Yeah. To take down the banished. That doesn't mean I won't play and enjoy it. I have Peace played and enjoyed some sandbox games. This really showing off what you can do with that Master fucking grappling hook. Um, and I do have a, a little bit of infinity. And surprising new threats, like the agile skimmers. A sadistic Spartan killer named Jega Erdomni. See good boy. Look out, Chief. He looks angry. And something even more threatening. What is the it? Forerunner's uh, lies are at his end. The stalker or whatever. And I am the heart yeah. You are not the future. Exploring this vast and fractured world will put Spartan 117 to the ultimate test. But where there is courage, there is hope. Welcome to the new era of Halo. Is everyone trying to kill you? It kind of seems like it. Oh, she's Yeah, there's something totally weird about the game when it comes to, like... I guess everything a little bit, but like the dialogue and the story. 
Yeah. Doesn't well, feel like Halo. One, well, I think like a ragtag. Say the five did that too, though. So yeah, yeah, five was weird too. Yeah. So I mean, obviously they're not Bungie, so that it is going to feel more and more away from that. Yeah, Forge didn't feel like that far off. Maybe they played it very safe with four because because people in three four three had worked on Halo. Mm-hmm. They were uh, in Bungie and all that stuff, right, and they right, took right. people off. But of course, by now you've probably have gotten and traded out old people, new people, stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah, something feels different or maybe worse than a new era where people want more like comedic relief and shit and goofy stuff used to a certain age demographic. Yeah. Maybe that's what's going on here too. But outside of that, I can overlook that. Um, I I play Ubisoft games and I typically don't like the characters for, yeah, yeah, they're character design shit typically all stuff so but gameplay is fun or was ubisoft um but but here uh positives game has come a long way it looks way better (laughs) and it's stupid to say it's come a long way because we should have never saw that um we should have saw this um yeah i mean it looks like halo but yeah yeah and (laughs) and i'm not one to dwell on shit like that so it's better looking we're done that conversation's over pretty much um Gameplay is looking like Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo's got a really interesting. It has interesting physics that other FPSs don't have, and so I'm seeing a lot of that at play here. Even that ship just dropping that fucking ship. That's like so, someone <laughs> dropping a fucking jet, not even landing. Just go, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, take here, that. Here, take it." It's so weird. Boom! It's all sparking and shit. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, gameplay is looking good. It's got the physics I like. Um, the grappling hook, I'm glad, does abide by those physics. I thought it'd just be like kind of more straightforward, uh, but it seems like you got some swing to it, which is pretty cool. Um, guns are looking like Halo. It's cool. Enemies are looking like Halo. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely interested. Uh, Oddly enough, though, watching this, uh, I was just like thinking, and I said it, but like, I want to play this co-op. I don't know if I'm interested in playing this by myself. Yeah. Um, which has been a while since I played a Halo by myself anyway, but I used to, you know, do that and then I'd play co-op with people. But this one, for some reason, I just feel like it, I, I would prefer to play it with people. Well, and if it's going to be open world, I, I exactly. think it just lends itself to that, yeah. that point. Um, as much as it is, obviously john 117 story it is you know the big open map and it's gonna feel kind of lonely by yourself so yeah um it's interesting to see him throwing that fucking explosive thing too yeah seems like there's a lot more item manipulation which is cool because there's already a little bit of that in prior halos for sure um yeah i mean i was i was glad to see that it looks um it looks like Halo, and it looks like it feels like Halo, obviously, without touching the game. It's hard to say that 100%. But a lot of those things I would expect, like, um, Halo has a pace to it. Yeah. And it feels like, especially when it's showing off, you know, when he goes into that, shows after they blow up, the he blows up the, the I assume they're, they're those things. <laughs> and he goes in there, and he's fighting the, the dude in the blue armor, and the, the, the way he was shooting and, like, what wearing down that shield that's that halo pace that i i expect and it and it looked like it felt good in that regard because um i'm not playing i'm not gonna buy halo for it to have like two shots and everyone's dead like that's just not halo Mm -hmm. anymore Uh, i could go play call of duty and go play battlefield like different games for that you know um 
so yeah i wanted to feel like that i, I like that the like that right there after that guy got hit by the hammer he had that heavy weight to him yeah with the physics and whatnot i mean it look they, they it looks like they definitely want to make it still look and feel the same and i really appreciate that because um i do feel like in the last two games it, it was a little bit straying from that mm-hmm. so um i am optimistic i'm i am um a little weirded about the open world i wonder how well they can even tell a story in that regard um, yeah that does put a dent in storytelling with for a lot of people yeah some people have done it but most people storytelling it, it's hard to do does not um stack up in a open world sandbox the same as like a more linear experience yeah but if it's a fun experience and there's a lot to do in it um yeah. that's not gonna be the end of the world for me because i'm not necessarily like i said earlier Halo story is not something I'm necessarily clamoring for, but it is a driving force for playing a single player element of a game. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm optimistic. I, uh, I still wish that everything for this game came out at once instead of in pieces, but, uh, yeah, it's weird. I wish they almost would have just delayed the whole package until yeah. they could release it all at once. I think, I think for me, I, I pretty much need to, it won't be like necessarily day one buy for me. I most I want to hear the consensus after launch. I, I don't feel like this is one of those games I can just rush out and buy as much as like I would like to. Uh, but if it comes out and, and people like everyone's just saying it's amazing, I'd be tempted to pick it up. I think it's gonna be getting eight through tens. I mean, it's Halo, so uh, maybe some sevens. I don't think it's gonna get anything below. That I don't. Know. I yeah. I don't. I don't care about people's scores and whatnot. I want to like just people talking about the game itself. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about like an aggregate, even with the general um, conversation around the game, will probably be overwhelmingly positive. I, I I would be surprised if it wasn't. Although that could be skewed because Halo represents Xbox, and you have people who are. And I'm not trying to pick a side or whatever, but people like to rally behind their console. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. Halo, saying Halo is good is important. Yeah, brand the brand doesn't matter in that regard. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean it's it, it's looking it's looking fun. So I, I'm pretty sure it's it's going to do well when it comes out. I'm in the same boat. I'm not like clamoring to get my hands on this. I do want to play it 100. I'm mm-hmm. very curious. I like I said my past with Halo. Uh, a new Halo should be very exciting for me, and I, so I am um, locked into wanting to play it. But um, I do want to see how it's received when it comes out, and uh, what that that package is going to look like when it comes out. Um, and yeah, I, I I think this game co-op is going to be a lot of fucking fun, though. I I don't have anything against open world sandbox games, so the idea of like Halo physics, Halo combat with a friend in an open sandbox uh, area where you can attack places and use different things to blow things up and get crazy with your attacks and different you know vehicles like that. That sounds like a blast. It almost sounds like Halo multiplayer in a single player format, um, which. Sounds fun to me, but yeah. story-wise, I don't know. For sure, for sure. Um, Although I'm out of loop because I never beat five, so. Yeah, could probably watch a video to catch up on that. I, 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 people have told me all about it already. I just. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, and the only other thing I really want to see is a, uh, and they, maybe they've already talked about it, I just missed it, but like a roadmap on the stuff that's coming mm-hmm. later is because, um, I know Forge is a big one. I I always think Forge is like such a cool feature, and 
it's weird that it's not going to have it right off the bat. Yeah, that's really weird. I, not that I'm like, oh, I need Forge, but like it's it's a feature that people expect they've had on launch with all the other games. So it's weird they're not doing that this I'd, time. And not to go too far down this road, but uh, Forge is something you can infinitely make money off of. So yeah. <laughs> Um, one thing I want to say, though, if you look, I keep looking at the foreground, but in the background, um, I think the lighting looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The way it's on the, specifically here, I was looking at the rock wall here. Are these flying by? I think it looks really nice. Oh, yeah, the lighting's great. The environments, I think, look, um, they look like Halo, but they look like modern visual Halo, which is very interesting. Even the clouds in the background. Yeah. Um, just look really detailed and nice so i would actually complain if it wasn't halo on the visual style but it does look like halo yeah but the uh the environments are a bit all rocks and and nothing else Mm. so um but for for the the property it is yeah but those those like weird halo trees that are just like straight up fucking spikes and shit yeah it's it has that look that uh, well, like that feels familiar. Yeah, hundred percent. And if it was any other game, I'd be bitching about how like plain, yeah, um, detail wise the environments are. They are very graphically well made, but yeah, um, the trees are very much like almost feel copy paste resized. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm sure that'd be very easy to do. Most mm-hmm. people are probably looking at the fucking trees in Halo. Sure. Just nitpicking. Yeah. 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 Anything else you want to say on it? I, I'm just happy to, as I keep saying every time we see a new Halo video, I'm happy to see that it's looking more and more like Halo and less and less like Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Yeah. It's starting to feel like it has an identity, though now I'm starting to see that it's taking influence from too many games. Yeah. Um, and again, the big thing, I went on a rant a while ago about this uh, when talking to somebody, but fucking, I was like, Halo needs to stop trying to take uh, beats from other popular games because you're fucking Halo, right? Yeah. You're not You're not some FPS trying to get back at like or get up and get well known. Like, you're fucking Halo. You're one of the most influential FPSs ever fucking made in video games ever up there with fucking doom with fucking call of duty wolfenstein halo is one of the most influential fps's ever made you have an identity you have the reasons people fucking love halo you don't gotta be far cry you don't gotta be an ubisoft game you don't gotta be call of duty i get why they're doing it but you don't need it at all nobody who plays halo is asking for that um now, there's nothing wrong with having, uh, you know, destructible stuff and missions, stuff like that. For sure. But it does it does feel like with the last two games, they weren't really doing that. So now it's just like, well, what do we do? What do people like? And I worry about that. I'm sure. not trying to bitch about it. It's just it's something I'm I, – I, I don't want them to feel like they need to be other games well, when, I, they have, when they have their hands – on fucking Halo. For sure, for sure. And and the thing about that is too as well is like you don't want all shooters to be homogenized because no, then like fuck no dude. Then it's going to be boring. Uh too many people were trying to be Call of Duty for fucking years, man. I'm over it. Like Call of Duty's Call of Duty, let it be even fucking Battlefield has some Call of Duty shit going on. And I'm like, dude, I get I get that Call of Duty sells well. You're not Call of Duty though. You're not gonna sell Call of Duty numbers trying to be like them. For sure. For, yeah, and that's exactly it. It's it's uh 
you need to have an identity. And when everything is the same, why buy anything else once you have something at that point? So like be original, like as much as you can be, obviously Mm -hmm. Um, have ideas, but also like, yeah, that identity is really important. I think so. Yeah, I mean, like, Halo's got the physics-based vehicle combat, fucking, uh, uh, I don't even like big or uh, large TTK times, but Halo's gameplay is surrounded by the idea of having regen regen shields, which other games took and just made that your life bar, the regen, but Halo had, like, actually fucking a reason to have regen health. Uh, It had brutal fucking powerful weapons that when you do have high TTKs, it can just fucking obliterate a dude, so they felt powerful. And had the physics to back it. People go flying and shit. It just had this this arena shooter chaos in a fucking big open map area that still like original Halo. No fucking FPSs now are like it. And so it's so weird to me that that they're keeping most of that. This looks like that, but yeah. at the same time, ADS sprint, all that stuff. Which there's nothing wrong with really a sprint, but the pacing of combat in halo was like everyone's moving the same speed you have your weapons and skill of shooting and aiming but then also if you can get in close that's how you fucking take people out instantly skin that hit in and uh you know it feels less like that although the grappling hook's an interesting add because you are you have a thing now that closes ground to hit people which Mm -hmm. i think is 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 really interesting i thought it might be gimmicky it's the second game i thought a grappling hook might be gimmicky and i'm like eh, it looks pretty cool because battlefield i'm like i don't add a grappling hook to battlefield and i use them like that's fine so i'll I'll stop judging grappling hooks uh so much (laughs) anyway i i can go on and on and on about halo in general but this is looking this is looking cool I definitely want to see where they go with this and um, what the finalized package will look like and how long I have to wait to get the full package. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm, ha- I'm happy with where they're going. Agreed. Uh, anything else? Mm-mm. Let us know in the comments what you guys think about Halo Infinite official campaign overview. Did this sell it for you? Were you already sold? Are you still kind of on the fence about it? Does this look like Halo to you? Or does this look like an amalgamation of other games and Halo or completely alien to you what stood out to you what do you think about the grappling hook what do you think is looking good in this um what do you think is looking bad and uh yeah let me know your general and overall thoughts on halo infinite in the comments below it's that time again where we read your comments and reflect on past episodes we're gonna read those comments and if you want your comment to be read uh just all comment on the same video i'm probably gonna read them all anyway but this time but uh typically type in hashtag STLG in your comment and I will pick that one for sure otherwise I pick at random so if you don't get picked you should have typed that in um yeah so we did a taste cast recently we reacted to Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League Gotham Knights um and Endwalker job actions we also talked about Far Cry 6 I reviewed it gave my full thoughts on it it's a huge chunk of that episode so make sure to check that out as well we got two dislikes on this video always happens if we talk about Blizzard or comic books because we're not we're not like super huge on comic books so i always expect to get some dislikes but then blizzard as well because we're not like super fanboys why well, at think, all i think that'd be less of an issue these days but yeah for sure um yeah i i don't yeah. even think that's a possibility anymore but like like th- two three years ago yeah we talk about blizzard stuff when we get like a dislike or two because people are like these guys don't fucking love blizzard and it's like eh, for sure and he caught me and uh yeah, I remember even checking this video like moments after you uploaded it and it almost 
immediately had. Yeah, the two dislikes instantly. I was like, same dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, has multiple accounts. Like, oh, someone got upset. <laughs> Which is fine. Fucking dislike it. But like, uh, I just think it's funny. It's always around certain topics. Yeah, it's, it's like guaranteed dislikes. Feed the algorithm. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it helps, honestly. Um, but yeah, check out that episode if you're curious about what we thought. That was another two and a half hour taste cast. This is going to be a short this'll, one. I said this will probably be about two hours. I feel. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Two hours. We're shortening them. We're getting shorter and shorter. And getting shorter. there. <laughs> yeah. So we got comments from all of you, but we're going to read the first one, which is from Cody. Uh, he typed in hashtag AskTLG uh, saying, as somebody who listens primarily on Spotify, I fuck with long tasty casts. It's not a bad thing to have too much to talk about these days. Uh, I agree. And uh, I mean, we enjoy doing the long ones anyway, but uh, it does take a lot of our day to re- record that. It takes a lot of time on my part to edit it. Uh, export it upload it on multiple things um so it is like an all-day thing for us and then i release it to you guys and hopefully you enjoy the 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 whole thing some of you definitely do um but i'm glad that you fuck with it cody um i hope so it's also interesting you listen to on spotify i know a couple people who listen um as opposed to watch on youtube which is cool because we average like i think 30 something listens now on audioform on top of the views that we get. So it's That's cool that we have regular listeners. Um, I'm curious who those people are. Uh, glad you're liking Back for Blood, Seth. Aside from big run ending glitch I encountered, my biggest issue with the game. Well, I don't even know what big run ending glitch you're talking about. Let me know. Uh, hit me up or fucking comment. Uh, my biggest issue with the game is matchmaking. I find myself having to create another run, a couple safe rooms back just to get in a lobby. It is really interesting. You play like a couple runs and then it just throws you back in uh, your like camp essentially. And then you have to matchmake to do another one. I'm sure, I'm not sure. I actually played in the beta with people. We're all in a party and you stay together between those runs. But if you're playing with randos, they're gone. Although I've played with, I've, I've only played for like three or four hours in the game, but uh, multiple times I did runs. And when I got kicked from the group, I would get friend invites because I was like communicating shit. So I'm sure they were like, oh, let's play with him again. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, and the most. And most of the time, people jump out once shit gets wild. I did not run into that, but that's funny. I mean, that's Left for Dead too, as well, though. I just think it's funny that people are leaving if it gets wild. That's the game. Mm-hmm. I had one guy who was playing so bad, though. And we're all... No one's being mean to him. Uh, but he, he kept going down. He kept going down. And we had to keep getting back up. And, uh, like, the third time he went down, he's left. So I felt embarrassed. Probably, or he's like, "Fuck!" Like I'm, 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 you know, losing this for them, all that shit. So, uh, so I, I guess that is shit got wild and he left. Yeah, people put way too much pressure on themselves. Yeah, and that kind of stuff. Well, some people get pissed and frustrated too. Sure, sure. They're not like we both know uh, specifically a person who's like that. So yeah, um, I've had two solid long runs with randoms that worked out really well, but I've had the opposite luck with communication in game though honestly but everyone that does talking game is usually chill as fuck this is uh in response to me saying that in my experience in the game i've had pretty much nothing but good experiences with people and every game i've played i've talked with the people i'm playing with whether it's only like one or two other people it's never the whole fucking room but um 
but yeah, I've, I've had really good luck with, luck with it. Uh, also, can I put in a game for game of the month? Just picked up Forewarned, which is a Phasmophobia-esque four-player multi with Magi? <laughs> so pyramids, puzzles, and mummies. Looks pretty spooky. Swaggy. <laughs> um... I'll have a conversation with Chevy on that one, but uh, but typically we just did the community pick, but you're tasty crew, so um, maybe we'll throw that on the list. I don't know. Although I don't think it's really up Chevy's alley. <laughs> so as soon as you said that, uh, phasmophobia, yeah, which got a new map recently, by the way. Um, yeah, you lost me. So, and I've seen forewarned. I uh, I remember um, a couple months back. Um, it was like early access, something like that. I, I was watching, and it was like just a bunch of people running around in a pyramid, and it was like fucking some kind of weird, I guess, magi fucking chasing after him. So I would definitely, I would definitely play a game like that. I would, I would say, I would probably counter if you just asked um, or planned a night that I'm sure Seth would be down, but even like. Um, like Chris or Josh or whatever, um, I I can't see them saying no to playing something like that. So, fucking Josh, if he shows up, dude, well, I I, that's not a no. That's just not being. So no, when he's not there. <laughs> um, but I feel like you can get people to play that just by asking. for sure. I gotta I gotta look it up again. I want to I want to know how far it's come. Um, as for Back for Blood, we should play sometime if you're playing it. Um, I'd be down to do that. And uh, I yeah, I need to look into Forewarned and see where it's at. But I'll definitely be down to play it. Let me know I'm more updated how you're feeling about that game, though. Uh, if I should pick it up or not. Anything you want to say? I mean, I kind of said my piece in the yeah. the, the, the last part piece. there. Um, and as far as like the middle piece goes, honestly, the game already like is like very much a spiritual successor to left for dead. But then the experiences you're going through just kind of remind me of left for dead. The only thing that's really changed is people are less inclined to do voice chat these days. Um, so those communication problems are just going to be prevalent in every game you play. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Nope. Thanks for the comment, Cody. Thanks for putting hashtag STLG as well. Um, instructions were clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um i'm I'm really bad about though because i end up reading all the comments because i'm fucking a sucker for communication i'm like oh these people want to talk let's talk back to them but uh but yeah that's how that's how it you, just makes sure. it easier to see is all yeah exactly it helps out yeah i know who's trying to be on and talk mm -hmm. with us and who's just passively saying hell yes i mean it's effectively just clear communication as well yeah. as uh, with that jeremy melinda says hell yes Glad you're stoked. We're stoked. You're stoked. Hopefully uh, you enjoy that episode and hopefully you're enjoying this episode. Jeremy Melendez also says, why does everyone seem to forget Martian Manhunter is part of the Justice League? He's way too badass to be left out all the time. Um, yeah, I agree. He's uh, he's not really in anything outside of the comic books. And it's really interesting because he's like super fucking powerful. And everyone, I think we're, we're getting out of it now, but there was a while there where everything that's not a comic book was trying to be realistic and gritty and to have someone like Martian Manhunter be in it might feel a little too crazy. But then like with the MCU introducing some more uh, comic book, like crazy stuff to it, I think people have become more open to the idea of having 
the more zany, I guess, stuff, even though I wouldn't say Martian Manhunter is zany, but he definitely has a visual style to him that um, I think people have just been like, I don't know if we want to add him or not. Mm. But he is, he's, yeah, he's crucial. So it's really fucking weird. I agree with you on that. And he is badass. Anything you want to add to that? Uh, not only have I forgotten that he was in the Justice League, I didn't know who he was. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, We got Jeremy, and I still don't know how to say your last name. And you've told me before. Uh, and I've pronounced it so many ways, so I'm just going to not do that again. He says, yeah, let's talk about four game, including Final Fantasy XIV. Hope it won't be three hours long. Yeah, right. This is literally what I say before shooting every episode. I'm like, we're going to aim for not a long taste cast, but that never happens. So I say that it's not going to happen though. So, and again, we don't mind, but it's just, uh, it's just funny how that always works out like that. And you're right. Yeah. Fucking here's four games. Let's make this short. It's not going to happen. In fact, fun fact, I have, uh, the three videos we watched in this taste cast. And then I have four other videos that I humored putting in this that I might have to make a TLG react. So I'm glad I didn't add those because this would be a three-hour episode. Um, continuing, I really don't mind long video. Keep up good work. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm glad you enjoy it. I feel like our audience all agrees with that sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I set out early on to make long-form podcast discussions. So, yeah. you know, I'm glad we found people who want that. Um, Chevy, you forgot to say that you also played Final Fantasy 14. You guys did take a couple hours to help me out again. Thank you very much. Super appreciated. Um, yeah, I mean, I probably didn't mention just cause obviously it was just me logging in and, and doing what I would consider, um, repeat material for myself. I, you know, obviously I did assist you and I would just say, you know, that's, that's available all the time. You just have to mm-hmm. ask. So super appreciated uh and seth don't you dare talking shit about my warrior <laughs> i didn't talk i didn't fucking talk shit about him i just said he was not as interesting he's not ecstatic about that that type of character he's not he's not as interesting as the other characters uh, the other 18 fucking jobs in the game um he looks powerful though looks like a powerful boy if you're looking for a power boy they're they're great tanks that is a great power tank um and you're better for it, Jeremy. Love love you and your warrior. I also don't like playing them, though. <laughs> I don't think I would either, looking at them. Um, thank you for the comment. Thank you. Uh, then we got Miss, how do you say this? I'm going to go with uh, Nolitha. Miss Nolitha. Uh, known you guys forever, which we've gotten comments like this a couple times, and every time I get this, I'm like, Who's that? Like, what What does that mean? Um, although I, th- we talked about it earlier, and we're not going to say yeah, who, but not going to say any names. Yeah, but we pretty th- sure think we know who it is. So uh, that's very interesting. Interesting that you're watching. Hopefully, you enjoy what we're doing here. Um, it's good to hear from you. Uh, known you guys forever, but just started watching your videos for the Gotham Knights Court of Owls game. There's a trade comic called Court of Owls that might be worth checking out before you play the game. I might have to check it out. I'll, I'll have to look it up for sure, but uh, good recommendation. Um, and thank you for the comment. Anything you want to add to that? I would say as well, um, it is a good recommendation, um, especially because now we get to tell everyone else that um, I am also going to say that's not going to happen for me. I don't read comic books. So. 
fucking they all they all shut down. The old Chevy <laughs> shut down. <laughs> Make sure it's to say Chevy shut down. I I mean I go through this all the time too, and in, in the anime community because everyone's like, just read the manga. I, no, <laughs> I'm not interested in, in reading. I want to watch the animation. So play an open world sandbox game where you read manga and comic books. So VR? Yes. That's expensive. I have a fucking VR headset. Don't. Though I have thought about it multiple times. You can buy my old one. I'll buy a new one. No. <laughs> I'd buy a Valve uh, index at this point. <laughs> I would buy Valve. <laughs> it's just, give me Valve. Yeah, that'll do it. Now, we'll start making games again. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, thank you for the comment. Thank you. Uh, Puppet Master says, so when's the 24-hour taste cast video coming? No. Chevy shut down again. You got shut down. No 24-hour taste cast. Although when we hit 1,000 subs, we did do a fucking 24-hour stream, and it was rough. It was rough. Um, so rough that it's been a little bit, and I'm older now, and uh, yeah. I feel like it'd be even harder now for me to do that. I can um, fall asleep and not know I'm falling asleep now, so that's probably not a... That's scary. Yeah. Um, I'm not there yet, but I'm younger, so... Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know if that's going to happen, but it might accidentally happen. Sometimes we just film longer than we intend to, and what's 24 hours in when when it comes to great conversations? That better be a real good conversation. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's like a factor of like six to seven compared to what we do. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, not not going to promise anything, but don't lose hope. Um, all right. Well, thank you everybody who commented on that last tasty cast. It's appreciated. If you want your comment to be read for sure or read first, hashtag STLG. It also helps uh, kind of filter out who's trying to talk with us and who's just talking in the comments. We do read every comment though. So um, it's all appreciated. Thank you. And check out that episode. And I think with that, that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast. Episode 151. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our socials and streams. Links down below. Um, I need to start streaming again. I haven't done it in, since COVID. So it's been a while. Um, actually, I think I did one stream during that time. I don't remember. Uh, we are on iTunes, Spotify. Yeah, I, I played Origami too, but I barely remember it because I was sick. <laughs> Yeah, checked in on you and you were you were pretty out of it. So yeah, yeah, I was like barely talking to that stream and shit. I was just trying to concentrate. Ooh, that was a fun two weeks. Um, yeah, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us in audio form, and we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support this channel further than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing, if you're brand new, if you just got here, you're watching the end of this video, you didn't watch the rest of it, and you're like, oh shit, I'm brand new. Subscribe. I'm sure you might like something until we talk about comics or Blizzard, or some other thing with a strong fandom. Um, my name's Seth. Uh, thank you for joining me, Chevy. And uh, stay tuned, guys. We have Plus Club and Game of the Month coming out this weekend. They have to come out this weekend because that's the end of the month. And there's a fucking state of play, I believe. Is it this Wednesday or next Wednesday? I'm not sure. I think, I think it might. It was technically November. I think it's coming soon. We'll find um, out. When that happens, we're going to react to that. So stay tuned for that. And I have videos to watch that could not fit on this Tasty Cast. So I will probably be doing a TLG react soon. You're welcome to join me. We'll find out. I think I have a suggestion for you anyway. So. If he shows up or not, uh, stay tuned for that. But until the next episode, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.